go. Welcome to your Life Path Astrology reading. I can't wait to dig into your chart with you. And just for the audience to get to know you a little bit better, why don't you give us a line about what you do in the world and one line about what you hope to get from the reading? Yeah, so I am a, well, what I do in the world is I'm a coach. Yes. And what I do is I take a stand for, um, for people to be fully, unapologetically, authentically themselves and be able to stand in their truth. And by doing so, be able to create the life that they have always meant to live and um, be able to step into their purpose. Beautiful. Beautiful. And what do you hope to get from the reading? Hmm. And understanding of why I am the way I am mm. and how to be able to, with that awareness, be able to shift and, and be able to move powerly, powerfully forward mm. um, into my purpose. Oh, I love it. Okay, beautiful. And that's what Life Path Astrology does. It, and, and I'm going to even take it to the next layer because as spiritual beings in a physical realm, we often think about the material version of purpose and 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 what we do and so this is also going to con connect you to your spiritual purpose your higher purpose your soul's purpose beyond the fit so you're going to bring in the gifts that you've already accumulated in the work and the experience that you've had to understand how you implement those material gifts into your soul's purpose does that support you yeah yeah okay cool so in this methodology i always joke that there's these Ford board of directors are four key signs that kind of help us understand our soul's purpose. And we start with the sun because everyone knows their sun sign and the sun sign is what you typically use to read your horoscope. So you know that your sun is a Libra. So interesting yes. fact about Libra, it's ruled by the planet Venus. It's all about, so first of all, it's beauty, it's harmony, it's the scales. It's the, it's only, it's the only sign that doesn't have an animal or a human representing it. And so it's all about this, like being able to look for the balance. It doesn't always live in balance, but what it's working to do is how can I balance things out? How can, it's about justice, harmony. Um, when I think about someone who has a son in Libra, I think about someone who sees themselves as a diplomat, as someone who makes other people feel comfortable, um, a host with the most, um, you know, really like a people person and someone who really makes people feel safe and who's also really looking towards you know because of the scales being able to see all sides of a story mm, yeah yeah okay that's pretty pretty good pretty good in definition of <laughs> how, I, how i roll <laughs> and it's also really interesting because you have Libra in the 11th house. The 11th house represents Aquarian energy and Aquarius, if Aquarius had a TV show, high school drama archetype, she would be the punk rock girl with the pink hair and the nose ring. So this is the 11th house is where you get to be unique. It's where you get to be eccentric. It's where you're not like everyone else, but it's because you have a cause. So there's a sense of you have all that Libra justice and beauty and being able to see all sides of a thing within the framework of being different than others. Aquarians tend to stand out. Aquarians tend to be not like other people. And that's a gift that Aquarius brings or the 11th house brings to whatever's placement is there. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That really lands, <laughs> really lands. It's like every time I try to fit in, the more I'm reminded that I 
don't fit in and I am different and unique and I stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> you, you're unique and you still know how to make people safe and you still know what everyone's mm. thinking and you're still able to see inside of everyone's world. Mm. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. That's yeah. Great insight, thank you. No problem. And so I, I always joke, astrology is the psychology of the universe. Once you understand the placements and your purpose, it's just unlocking a beautiful self-awareness, which is what you came in mm. for. Yes. Now, um, your rising, according to our calculations, is Scorpio. Scorpio is the sign that follows Libra. And if Scorpio had a high school TV archetype, it would be the intimidating goth person. It's like, wow, I really want to get to know that person, but really intimidating. Like she's here, she or doing things that I don't understand, but I want to, but I just don't know how to go there. So when I think yeah. about Scorpio, you think about, um, and the reason we think of goth girls like as a, like a archetype is because Scorpio is able to manage the shadow work, the blind spots, the, the, the Scorpio is an investigator, but not like a, like, you know, gathering information. It's about digging to the roots. It's about going down rabbit holes. It's about going to the places that people haven't gone. Um, if yeah. it had a tarot card, it would either be the death card or the tower card. And the death card in tarot doesn't mean literal death. It means ends and beginnings. And the tower card represents systems and things coming down and, and so that new systems can be built, right? And so there's a lot of themes of transformation in the area of Scorpio. And so Scorpio is, so this is how people see you. Someone who's gone ends closed chapters, started new ones, transformed, rebuilt, um, going in the shadow work, digging to the roots, like getting to the, like the deep, understanding of why and not the superficial questions like because there are superficial whys and then there are like deep soul knowings of why and that's yeah. how I see you mm, yeah yeah that definitely lands because I it is the way it is and, um, even for for myself you know so yeah that really lands beautiful guess guess what the juicier part of this is the rising is the problem your soul is here to solve for others so the mm. problem you're here to solve is you're here to solve the problem of people stepping into their transformation you're here to help people do the deep inner work you're here to help people uncover the deep roots that they're not looking into you're here to help people step into ending chapters and starting new ones you're here to build you're here to show people the way towards transformation and you know what's so crazy is that um you know at the at the end of when we graduated um, from, from HCL, I had this moment, you know, when we were trying to figure out, you know, like what's our calling kind of thing and message that I had gotten when we were looking within, like, what's the message that's coming to you in your heart. And, uh, the message that I got was that my purpose is to transform the lives of others. Yes. Awesome. And that, and there you have it. It's literally in your chart that that's your sole purpose. And so you get wow. to step into this work. Now, the interesting thing is that 
Um, so here's the interesting thing about the chart as well, is that your Kismet client, the client that's going to be drawn to you to work with you, is actually in the what we call the 12th house. It's the client that's gonna light you up. It's the client that's gonna really be impacted by this work. And so in the 12th house, you also, it's all Libra. It's all Libra. So even though your rising is in the, um, so the rising is where the 12th and the first house meet. And so it's right on, literally right on the line of Scorpio. So your rising hits Scorpio, but the 12th house is Libra. And Libra is the diplomat. Um, here's the thing about Libra. Libra is, a, is the diplomat. She can see all sides. He or she can see all the sides and sees everything. There's a balance and but in the shadow, Libra is indecisive and Libra is a people pleaser. Mm. And there is a deep transformative experience that requires for Libra to step out of the indecision and the people pleasing and to step into true harmony, true balance, to be able to bring beauty into the world. And it's that, mm -hmm. that Scorpio rising, they need to transform, they need to do the shadow work to really understand the beauty and show it to the world. Mm. And it doesn't mean that your client is literally going to be a Libra, but that's, they're going to have these qualities where they want mm -hmm. to bring harmony, they want to, they want to help people, you know what I think about, um, Libra ultimately wants like love and peace. And, and they, Libra wants a beautiful world, but yeah. she may, she may not know how to do it. And you are the sacred mirror that reflects that back. And the way you get them to that space of bringing love and peace to the world is through the transformation that you offer in your work. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's very, very interesting. Cause I think yeah. I've been trying to figure that out. I'm like, who is like, who is like my ideal client? You know, like, who am I here to serve? So that's like really, really good to know. And here's, here's like, and I'm, I'm a super Libra. I have lots of Libra placements. So Libra has so many gifts of beauty and harmony and, and, and bringing people together. Um, but because of that people pleasing and that indecision, she never steps into her power and her purpose. And so I could, mm -hmm. I could really say how transformation, um, she's often seen as, he or she are often seen as superficial because mm -hmm. they're always trying to be like, oh, I just want to make every, everyone happy that they don't do, they don't do the, the difficult work, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. so, so you get to, you get to guide them through the difficult work, through the transformation, through the, the, the tower falling. Mm -hmm. Now, okay. The next placement that becomes really important in the soul's work. So here you are, this peacekeeper, bringing these other peacekeepers through transformation so they can really step into their power and, and bring that harmony to the world. And the moon is an interesting placement and an important one because in, in traditional astrology, it's our emotional sphere. And you have your moon in Sagittarius, my friend. And Sagittarius is a fire sign. So when I see, um, when I see moon in Sagittarius, um, what comes up for me is Sagittarius is a philosopher. It's, a, it's fire, but it's a philosopher. And so what comes mm -hmm. up for me is when you are in your emotions, you must really love to philosophize about your emotions. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Try to like 
find the logic and like this is exactly like justifying why I feel how I feel and why I'm so fired up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's great. And that's great. And that you get to really nurture the moon. You get to like lean into that philosophy, but you don't get lost in it. Um, Sagittarius can be wanderers. They kind of like go all around and get lost, right? Not all who wanders are lost unless you're Sagittarius because you, you love to get lost. Um, mm. So you get to reel it back in. Um, but what comes up for me is in order to accomplish your mission, you have to take care of the moon. And so the moon in Sagittarius is saying, hey guys, um, that's great that you want to create transformation for these like diplomats and peacekeepers and people who are going to make the world beautiful. But if you don't take care of me, we're not doing anything. Like the moon will, could stop the mission. So you, and what the moon in Sagittarius wants you to do is it's going to say, we need to make sure that there is this higher calling higher philosophy this education this 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 um so Sagittarius represents a couple things it represents like multicultural multilingual the wanderer the traveler but it's also the philosopher it represents higher education so people who get a certificate get knowledge get all the degrees get all the trainings so Sagittarius mm -hmm. might be telling you hey are you really prepared? Do you have all the information, the degrees and the, and the philosophy to back you up to make sure that these people understand what you're trying to accomplish and to really lead them powerfully through transformation. And once, you know, um, Sagittarius is also, it's taking all that knowledge and, and creating your own theories and implementing those theories as well right? Mm -hmm. Because it's not just about, I'm going to learn and I'm going to mimic. When you get to a Sagittarius, once you have a Sagittarius placement, a strong one, it's about, you know what, I learned all this and I have a theory about how this works and that's what I'm going to use and infuse in my work to help people move forward. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely always have that where I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to do this, but I'm like, I need to know how, like, I want to make sure that I got all my ducks in a row before I feel comfortable really like taking a stand. And once I do know my stuff, oof. <laughs> yeah. I, but I yeah, would that say. That would come full force. Yeah. And I, I would even say what comes for me to say is that in order for you to accomplish this transformation, it's take all that you learned and, and, and create your own theory about how you create that transformation. And pardon my, my sister's puppy sleeping no, no, and barking no in worries. the background. <laughs> She's having a okay. dream. <laughs> it's all um, good. So, so yeah, you get, to, you get to create your own philosophies. You get to, to impart your own teachings, right? Because not only do you have the higher education of what you've obtained through our leadership programs and your own education, but your own life has also brought you a lot of higher education in your world, your life experiences, right? You get to bring oh, yeah, it all yeah. together and, 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 and put that in, infuse that theory. All right. Mm -hmm. so then we have Mercury. Mercury is um, known as a planet of communication. It is also the natural ruling planet of Virgo and Gemini. Um, and in the third dimension, so in the physical realm, it re represents our intellect. But when we talk about our soul's purpose, it represents our connection to everything, our higher consciousness, how we integrate instead of separate. And so when we're working with Mercury, it's about 
what, where is it? And let's make sure that this, this placement doesn't keep us feeling separate from others so that we can be of use and use the mission and, and really step into this mission. And you have Mercury in Virgo. So it's like, oh my God, you got the ruling planet of Virgo and Virgo. It's like, you um, must overthink everything. Like there's overthinking oh, yeah. and worrying, overthinking and worrying. Yes. Yep. <laughs> you can ask my wife that if there's two words that she could probably describe me, it would be overthinking and worrying. <laughs> yeah. Because Mercury, which is your mind, your the way you, you connect mentally into the physical realm and to others is, I'm worried. I'm overthinking it. I'm worried of the more thing. It's like, that's what Virgo does when she's in her shadow. So it, it, what like comes up for me is, what do you do to calm the overthinking and the worry? Yeah, yeah, right. What do I do? Yeah. Right now? <laughs> I struggle with it for sure, um, is kind of that like, you know, oh, what the heck, go for it anyways. You know, just kind of jump jump in. That's It's funny because my, my wife is actually what offsets it because my wife is the jump in head first, let's just go, like going with a gut feeling, intuition, let's just do it. It might make no sense up here, but let's just do it. And uh, I think often it's, it's a lot of her influence. And um, yeah, it's that kind of like, oh, let's just, let's just go for it. You know, just jump in and following like my intuition, even if it makes no sense. Beautiful. I would also, um, what comes up for me is because you're so in here. Yeah. It's like meditation, even if it's like mm. five minutes, because the idea is your mind is like literally speaking all the time and you need mm. a moment for your mind to not speak. You need to get into the practice of quieting your mind so that you can untangle because when I think of an overthinker, I think of tangles in the brain. Like it's thinking and then it's tangling and then you, you can't undo it unless you mm. create the quiet space in your mind to untangle the knots that you've mm. created from overthinking. Mm. Yeah, I struggle with that for sure. Like meditation, I really struggle with that. Like mm. the quiet, I always need noise. But yes. that's like, yeah, that's a big stress for me. Yeah. Oh, my mom's like a super Virgo and she always has to have noise. It's because she always wants to like, she wants to like feed this. And so I really encourage mm. you to consider like what, what, so if meditation doesn't work, but what can you do to quiet your mind? So figure out your own personal yeah. way to calm tone and quiet your mind. Because when you do that is when you reconnect. Cause I'm also, when you're overthinking, you're saying I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. They are looking at me like all the experience of separation, which keep you from moving your mission forward don't move forward when you're in the mercury overthinking in virgo mm, yeah yeah 100 okay. percent. awesome so the next planet or placement that i love to talk about is the north node because you wanted to know why am i the way that i am so you've gotten some insights from these placements but you also need to know that every person came in with a challenge like it's like a soul contract that you come in that you need to work on something and so just as we have the challenge of the north node we also have a south node which i call the jam it's like what's super easy peasy for you so this is so interesting um so your south node so let's start with your jam your south node is in leo and leo is the lion it is royalty it's the king of the jungle it uh it is 
um, it, it's known, its archetype is the performer. It loves to be mm. on stage. So yes. you're not afraid to be visible. You're not afraid to stand up in your own self, like speak for you and represent you. Um, and it's very heart centered. Um, the, every sign has a part of the body that it rules. Leo rules the heart. It's really easy for you to connect with your heart, be visible, rule. Like there's like, there's like a sovereignty like being in charge, that's very natural mm. to a Leo. And so that's easy yeah. for you, really easy. Yes. Um, what you came in to learn is to mm. take those gifts, but to apply it to a cause because your North Node is an Aquarius, which is that, that 11th house energy that not fitting in, right? Mm. And so there's a sense of, you're used to like, it's almost like you're used to performing almost because a, a Leo wants to be accepted. A Leo wants to be adored. A Leo wants everyone to look and love them, but an Aquarius mm. doesn't give a F about what people like them or not because they're like, it doesn't matter if people like me because I have a vision, I have a cause, there's something I'm here to stirring up and it doesn't matter what I think or what others because the cause is more important than all of that. So it's letting go of what, like, it's almost letting go of ego, not from like a, you know, like a third, like third dimension, egotistical, but it's letting go of you being the center of the cause. You're like the representative of the cause. You are the visionary of the cause, but you came here to move the cause forward. The challenge is being okay with sticking out, not being loved. If what you're doing is accomplishing this big mission. And I'm going to, and I'm going to even mm. deepen it for you because it's in yeah. third house. Your North node is sticking out in the third house. Third house is the house of communication. So it's sticking out in how you speak, what you write, how you show up on social, all of those communication platforms, you get to be like, I don't care who likes me because what I have to say is so important. Mm. And so if I don't stick out, it's okay because I came here to shake things up. Mm. I have chills. Wow. And this is really, it's just really, really cool. Cause like, that's been something that has been like a big aha for me. I would say in the past few weeks that I've come to like really lean into is like, I had this element of feeling that, the more I try to, like I was telling you, the more I try to fit in, the more I stand out and it's like, I'm not meant to fit in and leaning into like authenticity, I feel like has really been my calling, like authenticity, like coming from the heart, like you said. And, um, that's really interesting that you said about like not being in the center of it. Cause I think that's the struggle is that often it becomes about me. So it's like, how do I now shift and take a stand for others but it's like i'm the vessel that's bringing that forward but not it's not about me it's about something bigger than me well and 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 i want you to remember you have the gift of knowing how to be visible mm. right so you get you so the good thing is you can't move a cause if you're not comfortable with being visible so you're okay yeah. with the visibility part what you get to learn is it is about the collective it is about team it is about collaboration and in everything you do, it's not what like, you know, think about this. It's like, 
often are what what keeps us from moving things forward with this kind of energy is oh well what are people going to think about me what are people going to say about me it's rather who am i who needs to hear my voice who needs to be part of this revolution who can i bring in because the more you speak the more it's almost like the more you use that leo power of being visible and and then lean into the north node of sticking out with your voice you're going to attract more people to support the cause you're going to bring in the community you're going to bring in the team who's going to really revolutionary aquarius is the sign that has the possibility of literally shifting the world to where it needs to be but you have to have the courage to speak your truth and fight mm. for the cause mm. yeah yeah wow that just really affirms like the path i've been going down for the past few weeks mm -hmm. so yeah thank you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and then you've got so we all have a challenge so that's the north the north node and then we all have yeah. a, uh, a wound so we all carry mm -hmm. a wound um it's it's a placement called chiron it's based on a mythological character a god whose blood was poisoned and he couldn't save himself but he was able to his poison blood saved others so it's what we could do for other people really easily that we cannot do for ourselves mm. you have it in a really interesting placement you have it in uh, cancer in the ninth house and so cancer, first of all, represents mother. And so the first thing I think about is like, did you have a mother wound that isn't healed yet? Or a nurse, like an area of your life that you were never nurtured, um, that you nurture yeah. others. Because that's mm. typically the people I've read for with, with Chiron and, and cancer is like, didn't get along with their mom or had a problem with their mom or had something that they needed to work out with their mom in this lifetime. Um, mm. And that's, and that's something that is like more on the third dimension, very tangible with that placement. Mm. Yeah, I think, uh, I'm assuming that's a question for me, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, me and my mom, we get along, but yeah, we're also like, we're also a bit like oil and water a bit, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, I think with my mom, the relationship that we have definitely there's like a, a lot that because I grew up my dad was overseas so my, my I grew up with my mom mostly mm. and um my mom put a lot of damper on me fully expressing myself interesting and and um you know like it was kind of like all the things that I wanted to do were like I, I, I wasn't allowed to do them, you know, mm -hmm. like things like I was, I love sports, you know, like, and, and, and she's like, Nope, you don't get to do sports. You should do piano. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I was like very loud as a kid, you know, very expressive. And, um, often it was like the different opinions of others mm -hmm. where she'd be like, Oh no, no, no. Like that's, that's bad. Like you shouldn't be like that. And so like, I like lost the sense of like, who I was and that I lost a lot of like the fun in my life, the playfulness mm -hmm. side of me. Oh my goodness. And like, yeah. So like, it was like, Oh, you're too loud. You're too naughty. Like I was reminded of that all the time. So this and is so with my powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with my mom, I'm trying to think as well. Like, um, my mom was very controlling. So often I doubt myself a lot because my mom would be like, you don't know what's best for you. Like, you have to run things by me because I know what's best for you. And so like, you don't know how to make 
the right decisions for your life. So like I doubted myself a lot, you know, in my, all my life up, up, up until like recently. And I wasn't able to like, I was very indecisive because I, I couldn't make decisions and I had to confirm it by like four or five people to confirm I was making the right decision or like that I should do it this way because I didn't trust myself. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting because Chiron, you have Chiron in Cancer in the ninth house. The ninth house is that Sagittarius energy, the philosopher, the traveler, the wanderer. And one of the things that people think of when they think of Sagittarius is like fun, adventure, playful. Mm. And so your wound is that you don't know how to nurture that playful side. You don't yes. feel like you are, you haven't nurtured enough, probably the philosophy or the certificates or the knowledge. And, but you're really good at doing that for other selves. You can, you can encourage other people in being playful. You can encourage other people in feeling like they know enough, they philosophize enough, like what they have to say is a value and of, of high importance, but you don't do that for yourself. And so it's, a, it's about witnessing that wound and knowing that you came in with the wound and that's something that you're just carrying. Like for me in the coaching that I've done so far with this, it's, it really is more of like witnessing. You do you work on the North Node, but it's almost like you get to witness um, that, that Chiron, that wound, because it's, it's something you've carried and that, um, doesn't have to have the hold on you that you believe it does. And I think Uh. some of those other placements, like if you can really learn to, um, you know, really own your uniqueness, I think when you own your uniqueness and the power of your cause and you really help people through transformation, you'll really begin to heal those wounds. And it's also really interesting, Mm. like we have, we're we're starting to get close to time, but I want to touch upon two other things. The first thing is like a cluster. You have what's called a stellium. You have three placements. Actually, even though you have a Libra sun, you have a lot more Capricorn energy and Capricorn is a CEO. It's an empire builder. And you've got your Saturn, which is the disciplinarian, but also like your leadership style Neptune and Uranus. Neptune is where your illusions and your dreams are. Uranus is where you get to be weird and unique and different in Capricorn. And Capricorn is that empire builder. And you have it in the third house, which is communication. So I can't help but say that there's a lot of interesting energy about you being able to like build empires through your communication. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You uh, cut out for a bit. You said all I heard was like, I can't help but and then it was like, I can't help. Great. I can't help but think that you you're here to build these empires with your communication, like speaking is a big part of what you do. And you get to be unique with that Uranus energy, you get to dream big with that um, Capricorn in the third house. So that empire building with your communication, you get to be, you know, really be like, what are the dreams that I have with this? And then Saturn is kind of like the father figure, he's going to be like, hey, guys, Like, are we going to really build this empire? What's missing? What's working? And Saturn is a natural ruler of Capricorn. So they're going to get along. The only thing that I would warn you is don't burn out because Saturn and Capricorn together, they like to overwork. They are the workaholic. If they had a theme song, it would be Rihanna's work, 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 work. Um, And so I can't help but also say that there's a lot of communication as an emphasis in your work because you also have Mars in Gemini in the eighth house. Gemini is the intellect. It is a representative of the third house. It is communication. And eighth house was that rising Scorpio energy. And so what are you, so Mars is considered the planet of war, but it's also the planet of devotion because you wouldn't go to war 
for something if you didn't weren't devoted to it right and mm -hmm. so you get lit up about talking about transformation like that is your jam <laughs> hmm. so when yep. you forget when you forget what your purpose is go i'm here to speak about transformation guys that's my jam like i could do this like that's that's what's gonna light that's gonna put fire back into this this rising soul's purpose mm. and that's, what that's I so oh go ahead that's that's awesome i i mean that, that that's so it that's like so interesting because i always feel like i am the most like my story as well as like you know I'm like, oh, I'm only powerful in the transformation container. Because when I'm in the container, I show up very powerfully. But it's like, how do I take that outside of like a specific, you know, like container and be able to have that in my life so I show up that way? And what I'm hearing you say is that like I get to just like create transformation everywhere I go. Like I just get to talk about it. I get to be it. I get to create it in my in my life with the people around me in my space it's like i get to just be transformation you you are transformation all over your chart you are transformation your communication and you are also unique and you get to own you get to own so so why am i the way i am because you were born to stand out and with that standing out you're going to help people transform and make the world a more beautiful place Wow. That's just really cool. <laughs> I just <laughs> read all that because it all like, it's just like, boom, it just completely resonates. It's like it, it lands, it makes so much sense. And uh, yeah, I mean, you were like dead on. My wife is always like, you don't know how to have fun. <laughs> like you're, you don't know how to have fun. And I, and I asked myself, I'm like, I feel like I don't know how to have fun. Like I overwork all the time. I'm a workaholic uh, and uh -huh. yeah, total workaholic. And I just like, I fun is like the last thing on my list most of the time. Yeah. You get to bring in fun. Remember how we had the moon was like something that you carry forward in your mission. And we, it's like creating that philosophy. I also offer you that you get to bring fun into it too. Cause Sagittarius is fun. It's the adventurer. So you get to bring in your philosophy from like a, like an intellectual level, but from like, an energy level you get to make it fun it does not have to be serious like think about you know people think about transformation as a dark and sticky and scary place and mm -hmm. you know you get to make it fun and you get to make it really like beautiful because you have your son in libra you bring beauty and harmony to it so you make transformation less scary mm -hmm. thank you My i really pleasure. appreciate this this okay. was really awesome would you, what's I'm, your I'm number like one takeaway? Away. Oh, I'm so glad. What's your top takeaway? Um, yeah, I think you really just affirm like what, what I'm here to do. You know, like, I mean, I, I had this vision of me for a very long time, like not very long time, but like for the past while. And the vision was me like, was me being on stages in, in a stadium. And that like, I've had that vision since before I, like enrolled into transformation. And that was actually the vision I shared with uh, the person that I had enrolled me, my angel. And she was just like, so like, she just was like, so moved that she's like, if you don't do this, what a shame it would be because people are waiting for you to share your story and for your voice. Yeah. And it's just so cool how you 
you know, and, and the fact that like that message I got that like, you know, I'm here to transform the lives of others. And you just affirm that and that the wheelhouse is communication. Cause often I'm like, I want to be on stages, but I don't know why. <laughs> just, I, don't know, I was like, I don't know if I just like to talk, but that's really cool how you talked about that. It's just like, that is actually is my, what I'm here to do. Yeah. It's all over your chart. It lights you up. It's where your Capricorn, your empire building energy lands. Mm. Well, wow. thank you so much for booking this session. I'm so honored to yeah. share work with you. Thank you for like gift, like, you know, giving me this gift of like, you know, showing me what you do. Like I've never, I've never experienced this before. So this was My amazing. Honor. So thank you. This was awesome. My honor.